Hey everybody, it's me, Gary. Previously on the Adventure Zone graduation, three fellas enrolled at Hieronymus Wiggenstaff's School for Heroism and Villainy, specifically in the Hench Person and Sidekick Annex. Their names are Fitzroy, Argo, and a fear bulk to be named later. They've gone on some whimsical adventures and grown closer as friends. Oh, also, they're deep in preparation for an upcoming war with a powerful demon prince, and they're doing their best to recruit folks to their side. So far, they've got the support of a secret society called the Unbroken Chain, they've got Sabor the Tortle Librarian researching the Demon Grey, and that's about it. Still, they've got a lot of irons in the fire, and I'm sure they'll have an army in no time. It has been two weeks since the tribunal, and you have been training. So uh, that is going to mean we've leveled up. But first, I want to hear, like, what specific areas do you think the three of you have been training in? I've been learning French. Huh. Poor use of time. Uh, Yeah, I don't know who speaks French in this uh, fantastical world. And it's not in the, like, D&D book. Uh, as a proficiency that you can take, so I'm doing a little bit of homebrew, and I hope that's, that's okay. It's actually celestial is French. Okay, it's one to um, one. I mean, I think I'm. I here's what's interesting is that I am multiclassing, so like I can choose to either get stronger with my now eight inches taller body. Uh huh. Um, but I went ahead and just sort of kept working on my on my magic. Um, so that's probably a little bit of work with uh, a little bit of work with Festo. Um, but also miss, a little bit. I of, miss Festo. It, I miss Festo too. Let's get let, let's do some Festo work. Uh, so yeah, been been doing some work with Festo, coming now, to a deeper is, understanding of my chaotic powers. Does that come with it? I mean, we and we can find new spells and stuff as we move forward. But does that uh, uh, translate to anything specific you want to touch on in the level up? Um, so I have this ability now that I don't know how to sort of like reconcile it with the sort of chaotic. Uh, nature of my powers, but I have an ability called Bend Luck, Ooh. and it's whenever anybody, ally or enemy alike, makes a roll, uh, I can spend sorcery points to adjust that roll either positive or negative by 1d4. Oh. So, like, if one of you guys just misses, uh, and, and I use this as a reaction, so it's after the roll happens. So, like, if you guys, like, That's miss sick, a very dude. important saving throw, I can bend luck to change the result. Okay. Uh, which is, which is fucking cool. Uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. And I got some new spells, uh, some, like, pretty wild spells. I'm up to third level spells now, so. Ooh. What about you, Jamie? Yeah, I, uh, not a lot. My wild shape got a little better. Yeah, um, a little wilder. A little wild, the wilder shape. 
So I take on the appearance of Gene Wilder. Oh, nice. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and all his great. I, I which, which Gene Wilder, though? That's a good question. I don't uh, think there's that much difference between Gene some, and his mini it, roles. It's actually something Wilder, Gene Wilder. So mm. a little bit uh, Twilight Years, not great material. As I continue to level up, <laughs> I'll eventually reach like Blazing Saddles and so, so, you know other Gene Wilder performances. Um, but I uh, I took uh, <laughs> I took um, a uh, a new feat instead of leveling up an ability. I took Savage Attacker. Ooh. Once per turn, when you roll damage for a melee weapon attack, you can re-roll the weapon's damage dice and use either total. Whoa. So I, the, my theory is that, like, the Fairball knows what's coming. I mean, like, it, it, it the, his altruism is obviously un, untouched, but, like, he understands having to fight for, you know, his, his people. Um, and I think he's prepared for, basically, for battle. Uh, what about you, Argonaut? Dang it! I didn't know about the feats. You, you don't That's... need them. You are an invisible, stabby genius. You don't need no feats. Okay, well here's uh, here's You're what strong um, independent rogue. Yeah, you don't need no feats. You don't need no feats. He, he, he Argo has been uh, taking um, acting classes. Okay, <laughs> sure. I don't know which it's got, in every, teacher. In every campaign, Dad has to also be involved in musical theater yep. to some to some extent. Whether he's playing a large beetle or a, a half half uh, aquatic genie man, he, he must be he, an actor. He joined the drama club. Argo joined the drama club <laughs> and has been learning about. Well, let's let's be honest, Dad. Argo started the drama club. Okay, so and it's. It's just him so far, but uh, he's been doing, you know, working on one man shows. But what this has done is this has uh, in, increased his uh, um, charisma Ooh. to the point where uh, he now has an action called panache. Sure, he does. Where he can make a charisma check against an enemy's wisdom check. And, uh, if they if he overcomes that if if like the enemy is hostile and he wins the check then the enemy is at disadvantage on attacks against everybody ooh oh wow that's pretty big yeah like so let's make fun of acting class now no we still will we didn't make fun of acting class yeah oh, okay. we made fun of you <laughs> let's hey dad let's be clear Right, uh, right. We all yeah. we all enjoy acting class. And instead of a feat, which I wish I had known about, I just added more to my dexterity um, because I've never had um, a bonus of 12 on anything. So, Jesus. So he's 12 on sleight of hand, 12 on stealth, and 12 on acrobatics. I might Dang. have to cap it there just for future because at that point, if you roll like a three- yeah. Or more, you're going to pass pretty much every check. <laughs> so, like, uh, I think we'll cap it at. Plus you let that be. You let that be rogue, Mister Fucking Magnus. Five attack per inside. Yeah, I don't think yeah, you can cap anything. I twelve is so much, you guys. Mm -hmm. Like, you can go up to twenty. Well, now he can jump higher. A fifteen I check is for hey, fucking Dad, babies. 
I'm, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. From now on, all of dad's checks are 35. <laughs> okay. So after another hard day of training, the three of you return to your dorms and drift off to sleep slash half trance. And you find yourselves back in the hell dimension. It is exactly as you remember it, save for the absence of the physical discomfort you felt during your visit. The mental discomfort is missing too, except for you, Argo. The memory of madness picks away at the edges of your mind. Fitzroy, the landscape you took in from atop the rock formation is just as you remember it. The Onyx Palace, the portal, the silhouette, everything is the same, except for the table set for tea. There are several three-tiered trays of sandwiches and cakes, as well as a crystal blue tea set. Seated at the head of the table is chaos. Come, gentlemen. Set. I mean, what are we working with? Is this a Earl Grey situation or a sort of? Um, wow, I can't think of another type of tea. Oolong, That's... Darjeeling. Yes, those. Well, yeah, is it one of them? It's whatever you want. I mean, it's all hot leaves to me. I, Master Fearball, do you have a certain affinity for leaf water? Well, yes, but normally just leaves and water. This is very uh, fancy for me. <laughs> I mean, this is a dream, right? I want it to taste like um, the when I got a bicycle for for, for uh, my birthday. You Can take you a sip, that? and it tastes exactly like when you got a bicycle for your birthday. Well, okay, y'all got to try this. I'd like a caramel cider with whipped cream. Oh, we can't do that. Oh, no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> try, try your tea. Please sit, sit. Now, berries. berries. You want you want your tea to taste like berries? Mm, okay. F- f- fresh berry. You take a sip, and it tastes like the freshest berries you've ever tasted. Ah, it's too fresh. <laughs> now, gentlemen, I have to tell you, I am not happy with you. Why I, not? Why not? Because I have heard this talk of a secret assassination, and I promised Grey a war. I will not let you break my promise. Who blabbed? I know what you know. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. But do you know what I know? Ooh. Do you know what Furbold knows? Everybody knows what Fearbog knows. That's true. That's true. Um, listen, we can get into a semantics argument as much as you want, but assassination is part of war. Sutterfuge is part of war. I made this point to Grey. I can't believe I have to make it to the, you know, sentient origin of my arcane abilities. For things to be on track, this war must be public, and you must win it. I gotta say something, Chaos. For an entity that embodies pure chaos, you sure seem to make a lot of plans. Chaos is what I am called. Now listen. Is coincident? (laughs) I have been known by many names. I do not care how you defeat Grey, but there must be a war and the public must see you win it. And with that, 
you wake back in your beds, and it's time for breakfast. Fellas, I had the weirdest dream. Yeah, we can. <laughs> we all did. We all were in it. I was going out on stage to be in a play, and I didn't have any pen. Oh, you had that dream? Oh no, no, no. We didn't do that one. We ours was more hell, hell based. Oh, I had that one too. Okay, the right. light, the barriers between the dreams have been weakened. It is perhaps a vortex. You reach the cafeteria, and Fitzroy, you are once again disappointed, because for the last two weeks, the crate machine has disappeared. He followed through. That, that, that freaking jerk. No more crepes. I'll Sir make my own. What's the, what do we got? Where's the omelet station? It's gone too. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> I will starve. Just have a waffle. It's right over here where the waffle. What? No. Uh, that's fine. I'll I eat. just don't I'm... think the student body should have to suffer because of us. My new eight inches of pure muscle requires nothing but protein. I barely feel the loss of this crate machine. I am eating fucking cod and other white fish <laughs> uh-huh. like it's my like it is my job. Uh so you sit down at your table to eat I assume berries, citrus and apparently a plate laden with fish. Just a bowl. I eat it like ice cream this cup. Now, are these like whole fish? Are you doing it like a cartoon no, cat where you put the whole not, fish in and then I'm, you pull out the skeleton? Travis, my class only my class is barbarian. Oh, I see. I, I don't adhere to that in terms of uh, civility. I'm sorry. So you have one pinky kind of crooked as you eat your fish. As I slam jam this cod right into my food hole. Rainier joins you very excited, practically bouncing in her chair. Uh, and she says, uh, great news, Fitzroy. My, my father has agreed to meet with you. Oh, cool. Can everyone come? Field trip? Um, It would probably be best if it was just you. That was kind of the arrangement. Oh, but I can't roll anywhere without my road, my uh, my road dogs. Well, he said he would come here. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, he gave me the directions for a summoning circle, uh, so he'll come for a visit. Um, and I mean, I, we'll need more people for the summoning circle, right? Or else it'll be more of a sort of summoning line. Well, the the circle is on the ground, and and I just oh. need to get some ingredients. Okay. Uh, but uh, I can get him by tonight. Do you want to meet me out by the big tree tonight and we'll summon my dad? Uh, weird sentence. Weird sentence. But uh, yes, I think that that would be very prudent. Um, Excellent. It's a date. I, and she floats off. It's a, it's, it, it's a, okay. It's a. It's a, got a girlfriend. Okay. So this is, I'm, this is a, I'm. This is why we don't hang out more. <laughs> <laughs> meeting um, with the uh, meeting with the parents—that's a pretty big. Well, step. The, the parent is an extremely powerful, evil sort of master of the arcane. So that's mostly what I'm trying to tap into. Um, that's kind of that's that's what I'm mostly sort of arranging this meeting for. Yeah, I. Uh, let me tell you something. Okay. Or, uh, no. No, Argonaut. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. You must approach these things like a boat maker. Mm. You cannot rush the ship. <coughs> yeah, Can what I? he said. Oh, Justin! Oh, Justin loves that one. Yeah, Justin. Justin cracked up at Fearbold's joke. Justin loves that good joke. This is a level of meta it. we've never reached before. The characters come to me, and they just tell me what's on their mind. Yeah, and that's what he said. Is you can't rush the ship. Uh huh. It, what's it's amazing though, because that I, you might not realize this, Justin. That actually has a deeper meaning here in our universe. Yeah, I mean, kind of, no, yeah, it's he stumbled into it, but I, as an outside observer to his uh, intellect, was yeah. like, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, good one. So, so that's Bud. what I'm doing for uh, to further our secret demon war effort. Uh, what are the two of you up to? Well, it's funny you should ask. It's time who, who is for some you? training. It's me, Gary. It's time for some training. Is that better, Justin? I just don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know who you. A lot. Some of the characters in this game sound like you, so I didn't. That's know fair. That's absolutely them. fair. Uh, I represent uh, the force of time moving ever onwards. Nice. So today, hey, where have you been for the past six months? That's a great question. So uh, today, you're scheduled to train with Dakota. So you have been routinely meeting with members of the Unbroken Chain to try to, uh, you know, gather uh, whatever experience you can from their expertise. Uh, and and today you're going to meet Dakota in the We're tavern. doing some drinking. <laughs> well, what you're going to work on is lying. <gasps> so Dakota meets you there in the tavern and says, Ah, hello, boys. Come on in. Now, uh, let's get right into it. We don't got a ton of time. So uh, Fitzroy and Argo, you're going to work on finding out lies, right? Detecting lies. Okay. We need a little more insight from the two of you if we're going to find out who these moles are. So uh, we're going to play a little game. The two of you are going to take turns telling each other two facts about yourself. One true, one false. The other will try to figure out which is which, and to make it interesting, whoever has the most correct answers at the end gets a 10 gold credit at the bar. Um, I'm afraid I'll have to sit this lesson out. I have a terrible stomach ache. And I have a doctor's note, and uh, I'm afraid I must uh, mark myself absent because of my terrible tummy ache. Why have you not mentioned this previously? We would have cared for you. No, it was a that was me doing a lie. Uh, so here's how that's going to work. Um, when after you tell the two lies or the two statements, one is a lie, one is the truth. Uh, you will make contested checks where the person telling the facts. We'll make a deception check, and the person receiving the facts will make an insight check. And if your insight check is high enough, you will figure out uh, which is the lie and which is the truth. Can we not just do that with our fucking mind's eye? I guess we're playing Dungeons and Dragons. We're playing Dungeons and Dragons. That's fair. Now, Fearbulg, you are going to practice lying to me. Can me and Argo not do this thing and just watch the other thing? <laughs> All right. You two boys, go ahead and start your thing, and then I'll work with the fear bulk. So, so two, truths, two truths and a lie? Well, just one truth and one lie. Oh, okay. This is like the part of, there's like a Jackbox game. 
that I play with my friends on our weekly Zoom call, and this is the ending round of it, and I'm so dog shit at it. I can never think of true things. Well, this you can make them up. I guess so. We're talking about, yeah. This I mean, is fantasy made up bullshit. Sure. So uh, how do we do this? Who goes first? Uh, Argonaut, why don't you go first? Because alphabetically, Argo is first. Okay. Uh, well, all right. The two statements. Two two statements. Um, I have webbed toes. And when I pee, it smells like tangerines. No rolls necessary. Both are true. So what do I roll? Uh, you're going to roll a deception check. And Fitzroy, you are going to make an insight check. Okay. Three plus zero. Three. Nat 20. Jesus Christ. Plus six for deception. 26. I, I die. I take psychic damage yeah, and die. You, you, you have no idea what a lie even is. You're just so taken in by both of these facts that you are totally distracted. I wasn't paying attention. Point, Argonaut King. Now, Argo, are you going to tell him which is which or just keep that to yourself? No, I'll tell him. Um, I do have webbed toes. Ah, that's great. I, I'm not surprised by that. You're, and my you're... pee smells like kiwis. Ah, ah that's how they get you. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. Fitzroy, your turn. Um, let's see. I... Spend my winters at a lovely cottage uh, owned by my family. Well, it's part of our estate. The uh, actual chain of ownership is complicated. But I I winter there and uh, spend my days uh, skiing with private instructors. And the other statement is that I have a lot of cavities. Like a lot. Mm -hmm. Like hey. four, like four of them unaddressed because I'm scared of the the, the dentist. Now roll. Okay. That's an eighteen plus eight twenty six. Hmm. All right. And all right. So uh, I'm rolling. And by the way, I have placed the monocle of misdirection in my eye, which oh. gives me an advantage on insight. Okay. That is a 16 minus one. That's 15. Yeah. Can I just pause it that if your modifier is minus one, it's literally impossible for you to beat my roll? Unless he gets a, a crit. That's fair. That's fair. So, not going to get a crit. No. Yeah. Oh, see, after Fitzroy said the thing about the cavities, he smiled at you. And man, his teeth look so good. You, you're pretty sure his family is very poor. What with you knowing his dad is a long haul uh, caravanner, but his teeth also look nice. So it's kind of hard to tell. So you, you, you whiff that one. I missed it. Yeah, nice job. You are such a liar. Yeah, here's. I feel like I can condense this game down pretty good. I'm really, really good at lying. I'm really, really, really good at lying. I am absolute dog dookie when it comes to figuring out if somebody else is lying. They, yes, this is why we train. You're both good at lying, so you don't need to practice that part. We're practicing the insight part. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah? Yes, we do need some work on that. So here's what we'll do for round two. If you see any like holes in the lie, 
then then you you will have an advantage there and make it easier to figure it out. Which means you'll actually have yeah, advantage. Yeah, you figured out. Okay. You literally said the word. Now, Fearbulg, I want <laughs> you to tell me what you had for breakfast. And Berries. I want and I, okay. And I want you to lie. You can do it. Oranges. <gasps> oh, that was so good. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Do you need a cold washcloth? Okay. I mean, it is berries. It is berries. Yes, I do the see the berries. is before you. Fearbog, may I offer up a word of advice from an experienced liar? Yes. Okay. There, you can of you can still say something that is the truth in the long run, but is a lie in the short run. Like for instance, they asked you to tell you what you had for breakfast. They didn't say when. You could have given them something you had for breakfast two weeks ago, and they would have assumed it meant today. So you're not really lying. You're just kind of playing in the gray area. This is what? No. You are playing with forces that are millennia old. This is a lie of omission. This is also extremely difficult for me. Well, since you got puke on my leg, I was trying to hope to avoid that. Appreciate the effort. Okay, let me think for a minute. Uh, you, you two, round two, go. Uh, you go first this time, Fitz. Um. Okay. Uh, the uh, stylish spectacles that I wear on my face are prescription. I have a prescription from a doctor for them. And the other statement is that I, um, the other statement is that I was on the jazz dance team at Clyde Knight's Night Night School, and it was in fact the captain. Now, was there competitive jazz dance? I'm here to tell you, maybe it depends on if that's true or not. All right. Now, does he roll? Yep. I mean, that's a sixteen okay. plus eight. That's a twenty-four. Now, you tell me, Argo, based off of what he said, do you have any insight on your own, without rolling, that makes you think that this is not true? (laughs) Can I answer for him? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think my glasses have lenses. (laughs) Okay, so let's let's say this. Uh, Argonaut, make a perception check for me. Perception check? Yes, perception check. Uh, 18... Plus three, 21. Okay, so with that, you can see just by looking at him that he does not have lenses in his glasses, right? Now, because you have the monocle, so you already have advantage, I'm going to give you a plus five to your highest roll. Okay. This is insight? Correct. 15. Shit. Minus one. Plus five. Um, plus five. So that's 19. Uh-huh. But do I have advantage? Yes. yes. Do I get to roll again? right? Okay. Right. That's nah, not going to do it either. So 19, I did not do it. Well, you didn't beat it. 
Um, and so Fitz, a very good lie. Who would ever believe that you were on the jazz team? So even though, Argo, you know that those are fake glasses. <laughs> well, hold on. They're, they may not be a prescription for my eyes. Exactly. Maybe they're doing something to the tops of my ears. They're That's holding his important. ears down. They're keeping his head from expanding out the side. Exactly. Now, you're up, Argonaut. Okay. Um, uh, I have um, a vestigial tail, vestigial fish tail that uh, is, is a real pain when I uh, have to use the restroom uh, because it's, it's, oh. it's not up and down. It's, it's across. Please um, be the true one. Um, and um, I uh, have at times uh, considered a career um, in the dance I'm talking. Oh. Uh, I'm talking about traditional folk dancing. Oh well, if that um, one's true, we have a lot to of talk about. Of which I have a lot of taste. Yeah. Did, tell, have you ever done any jazz dance? Are you interested? Well, he's that's... not. He doesn't have to answer you yet. Oh God. Sixteen plus six. That's twenty-two. Jesus, a good roll. Now, Argon uh, uh, Fitzroy, can you figure out any other uh, skill that you might use to try to give yourself advantage on? Wait, this? wait, wait. Hold on a second. Hold on. I have advantage on deception rolls as well with the monocle. Oh, boy. Yeah. So 16 plus 6, 22, or uh, it, that was 15. So I'll stick with the 22. That's a good call. It is, it's the higher one. All right. It's math. Yeah. I'm going to roll performance to see if I recognize the heart of a dancer. Okay. Do you know what I mean? How, no, how oh, you can look absolutely. in the, you you've can look in a dancer's move? eyes. Yeah. Yeah, you've seen you've seen him in the hallway when like someone's not looking where they're going and they're about to bump into him and he's moved out of he's the way. He's live. He's yes. live, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you can channel that into a right. rhythmic Right. Does he have the heart of a dancer? I totally get it. <laughs> 19 plus 4 23. Well, so you tell me, Argonaut, do you have the heart of a dancer? I hope the answer's no. Because I want that tail to be there. And the answer is no. <gasps> I do not have the heart to Okay, answer. so you are going to have... Uh, and let me tell you something. It was awful yeah. last episode when I shit my pants. Yeah, I bet. Oh, Boise. Okay. Yikes, yikes. Okay. Lots of... Lots to unpack. Lots to unpack. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Fitzroy, you're going to roll insight with advantage. Okay, I got a four. That's not it. Uh, and I got an 18 plus zero. 18. Okay, that's man, you guys are both so good at lying, but you're getting good at using your other skills to buff your insight, which is a good lesson to take away from here. Sure. Okay, Fearbulk, I have an idea, right? Mm-hmm. What kind of berries did you have for breakfast? Uh, <clears throat> red berries. Okay, great. I want you to tell me that you had reddish pink berries. I mean, if you had seen these berries, they were they were pretty red. Right, 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 right. So, yeah. pink berries. Okay, how's that make you feel? Bad. How bad? Scale of one to ten. Six. Okay, now say it again. Stabbed with the axe is seven. Okay. <laughs> 
Say, tell, what did you have for breakfast for your bulk? Pinky shred berries. Okay, how does that make you feel? Is it the same level or less? Same. Okay, I want you to just keep saying it. Reddish pink. Reddish pink. Reddish pink. Bad all lies. <laughs> but each one of them's the same level? It's getting worse. Oh. Was it the same for pinkish red as it was for reddish pink? This is equivalent. I'm going to break out a color wheel, and you can tell me at what point on the on the wheel you start getting uncomfortable. Mm. So we, here we are in red. Good. We're going to move the, the, the brightness slider up just a little bit. That's sort of a bright red. Extremely painful. Oh, okay. Crimson. It's, Crimson. Is, there's very little wiggle room here. This is not a trick. I do not need immersion therapy. <laughs> no, I would say I not. don't lie. Okay, okay. I'm I'm formulating a plan. Uh you two, final round. I think we're tied because we keep lying and not getting it. Correct. Uh I have never met my Genasi father. My my true dad. Never met him, never laid eyes on him. And that's, uh, it's sad, I know, but I have never once seen him. And, um, I actually find the breath of, of cats to be kind of Pleasant and not all that nauseating. Gross. Okay, so go ahead and roll, Margo. 18 <laughs> plus 6. That's 24. Wait, I have advantage. 12. Okay, so 18 plus 6, 24. Okay, now Fitzroy, can you think of a skill that you could use to determine... Whether or not you might have insight into those. Not really. I mean, animal handling? Do, do, do I see his, his... But I don't... I am not trained in animal handling at all, so I don't think that that would be it. Okay. Then just give me yeah. an absolutely baller insight check. Yeah, sure. 11. Yup. Ball in. A ball in 11. Sorry. Oh, I should have spoken more clearly. A ball in 11. Ball 11, if you will. Yeah. Um. So, Argo, you win that round, too. Are you going to tell them which one's which? I hate cat breath. Okay. It makes me barf. All right, Fitzroy. It's currently three to two with Argo slightly ahead, but you could tie it up. I have a deathly pine nut allergy. One of them gets near me like a blowfish. Dead skis. And as for the other one... I am beginning to worry that I may not actually be a knight in absentia of the realm of Goodcastle. And am, in fact, beginning to worry that there is no place because I've looked at a lot of maps. And there's, it's not on them. So you roll, Fitzroy. Yeah, well, well, wait Hold a minute. Hold on now. Fitzroy rolls first. 
Uh, that's an 18. Jesus, these rolls. 18 yeah, plus 8, Jesus, 26. Guys. Jesus, okay. these rolls. Why are we so good at lying and so bad at virtually everything else? Okay, now, Argonaut, do you have any skills that you think would give you insight into this? Um. Oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait. How about if I made a history check to try to remember if I've ever seen him eating pine nuts? Go for it. I can just, <laughs> yeah, not, history. That's not history. It is history. Everything before this second is history. I'll allow it. Okay. 12 plus three is 15. You can remember him eating nuts. Uh, but uh, to what degree? What kind of nuts? You do not know. You cannot recall. Could have been sunflower seeds. Could have been sunflower seeds. Fallen prey to that particular illusion before. All right. So I don't get any bonus or anything. Okay. All right. I don't see how this is possibly going to work. That's a five. I have advantage. That is a 19. Minus one. Nope. 18. So that one's going to end all tied up. And in the case of a tie, I win. So I'm going to keep that bar tab. Okay. Now, fear. Wait, we could split it. We could, we mm. could split it. That I'm seems sorry. Them's bad. not the rules. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, I wish that was it. But my hands are tied. Now, fear bolt. So far, yes. the mistake I've made is I have asked you about facts, right? Mm. So I'm going to ask you about opinion. Yes. What did you think of the berries? They were fine. Not the best season for berries, but not too fresh. This is important. Were they better than fine? No. Okay, this is where you're you're supposed to lie. Oh. Right. Yes. How does that make you feel? Bad. Scale of one to ten? Three is very uh, subjective. Okay. Berries, sometimes fine, is also... um, Memory. I eat lots of berries every day, the same berries. Maybe I am confused or remember poorly. Huh. Okay, well, you might be on to something there. (sighs) Because if you're asked about a memory, maybe... Okay, let's try this. When I ask you... What you had for breakfast, I want you to say, I can't recall exactly. What did I, what did you have for breakfast? I can't recall exactly, which is true. I do not know the number of berries, which would be very exact. There you go. So maybe if you just leave off that second part and just stick with, I don't recall exactly. 
Mm, so <laughs> and how does that make you feel? So basically, you're you want him to be like a fucking oil executive at a deposition. <laughs> is what that, you're going with. that is correct. <laughs> I want. It depends on your definition of exploitation. I don't remember exactly the the different meetings that uh, I'm Mr. Stone and I had, or the different subjects that were discussed at said meetings. Precisely, I am trying to teach the fear world to plead the fifth. <laughs> okay, that may be as good as you're going to do with this guy. All right. Well, good good progress uh, all around. Keep practicing. Uh, and I'll see you guys next week for uh, another session. Uh, clearly, we don't, no offense, but we're on some, wait, uh, they are in the, the Unbroken Chain, yes? Correct. Yeah, uh, uh, no offense, but like we are trying to uh, plan a war effort against the demon prince. I yeah. feel like lying is already something that two out of the three of us are pretty good at. And I think the third one of us is not going to get much better. Sure. Speaked. Uh, yeah, that's kind of, you're kind of missing the point of the lesson today. See, y'all go around kind of just anybody who seems nice. You tell them kind of everything that's going on in the whole war effort and what you're planning and kind of what you have in your back pocket. And, you seem to have no idea who to trust and who not to. So I'm kind of trying to help you two develop the ability to tell when maybe someone is not actually as nice as they seem and might be, get this, lying to you. Fitzroy, let me handle this one Please. because you and I are on the same page here. Uh, to be honest with you, all of that is a sham. We just pretend to accept people. We know in our hearts uh, who really sucks uh-huh. uh, because it's, um, I know because it's a, a trait of the Genasi to know when someone is, is evil. I just rolled a 20 with a six. So For that's what? 26 deception. And also the deception. Uh, I ate a magic uh, apple when I was a boy that let me know when everybody is lying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is fun, but you can't yeah. pretend to tell everyone exactly what you're planning. That is what you're doing. Okay. And fine. you we'll... ask for a way to try to find the moles before, you know, they kind of fuck you over. Yep. That's what I'm trying to help 20. you do. Okay. We'll be more careful in the future. <laughs> oh, good one. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> so you return to your dorm room. And when you do, you find a note has been slipped under your door and it reads, I have finished my research. You are going to want to hear this right away. Come to my office, Sabor. How could his writing be slow? Like, how could I read? <laughs> we are reading it with our eyes, and yet it takes very long to read. How is this possible? However, pinned to Sabor's door when you arrive is another note in swooping handwriting that reads Change of plans, took Sabor to the practice dungeon. Better hurry before I kill him. Yours, Gray. P.S. Yes, this is a trap. Let's not be coy. <laughs> okay. See, that's what I'm talking about. Expedient handwriting. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, 
How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2, scheduled to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Thank you. 
When you enter the practice dungeon, you see that it is in a different arrangement than the last time you were here. The left side of the room is dominated by a chunk of faux lake uh, with two stepping stones in it. The right has two large rock formations half sticking out of the walls. Opposite the entrance you came through are two large gates. In the middle of the room is a large campfire. Next to the fire, sitting on a stump, is gray with Sabor close behind. Sabor does not look up when you enter. Gray smiles at you and says, Hello, Blunderman. Is that anything? Is it? I thought of it and I, I didn't know. Oh, I wanted to test it out. It's so cutting. Oh, it's so savage. Must you? Because it's such cruelty. Well, because it sounds like Thunderman, right? But it's like Blunderman. Is that, is that, I don't know. Is that too arch? Sure, sure thing, grape. Because it's, mm. um, it's not. But grapes no. are juicy and beloved. I don't think that yeah, that I works. Yeah, I love grapes. It doesn't yeah. work. How's training going? Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. good. How's how's your whole war effort? You know, you're so concerned with our war effort. How's yours going? What you cooking oh, it's, up over it's there? It's ready. It's been ready for a while now. Just ready and waiting. Oh, you're telling me you don't need six months. In six months, you couldn't, you know, find a dragon or something? Oh, I've got dragons. How many? Oh, I'm not going to tell you. Insight check to see if he's telling the truth. Oh, 15 minus 1, 14. You have no idea. <laughs> How many dragons do you possess? More than you. Oh. <laughs> well. You don't know, but you we got dra- We got lots of dragons. Hey, Fearbroke, how many dragons do you have? We have a different number of dragons than you. Okay. <laughs> it's not so- the same, I bet. Uh, like I told you back in the cavern, I'm not going to stop your war preparations. I'm glad to see you working out there, but I am going to slow you down when I can. And also, I'm very bored. So, before you can find out what your little turtle friend knows, let's play a game. I call it Try Not to Kill Your Friends. Let's meet our contestants, shall we? Of course, there are you three. So, let's make it three on three. And he does a little clap, and the two large gates open, and you hear heavy footsteps. On the left enters a giant mass of bones, and it appears to be the practice skeletons, but formed together to make one monster. And from the right gate emerges Susan the Magical Bear, and she too is looking bigger and meaner than you remember. Does the, does the skeleton rat king, do they look... Uh, this is maybe a strange question, but like conscious and jovial as usual. No, they do or are not. They, are they being manipulated? Um, roll a perception check for me. Uh, 16 uh, plus four, 20. Yeah, so their body language is uh, very, let's say, aggressive. Okay. Um, and they do not have the same light in their eyes, literally, that you have seen before. And this is, I guess, the same is true for the bear. Correct. Okay. And Gray says, oh, and to keep it interesting, I disabled the magic that heals them after the battle. So play nice. And with that, Gray disappears. And Susan, the skeleton, and Sabor charge you with rage in their eyes. Roll initiative. Wait, Sabor too? Yep. Heel turn. 
15 plus 2, 17. Uh, 10 plus 2, 12. 3 plus 6, 9. The skeleton comes in and is going to take a swing at you, Argonaut. Um, and so they are going to uh, swing their scimitar at you. And that is, oh, that's probably not going to hit. Uh, an 11, an 11 to hit? No. Okay, and then they swing again. Uh, and that is a critical miss. And this one is a 20 to hit. A 20 to hit? Yeah. They get three attacks uh, because they have six arms. Makes sense to me. So 20 versus AC. Uh, 15. Okay, and they are going to hit you for 15 damage. Wow, that ain't nothing. Uh, I assume we were at, I mean, it's been two weeks. We yeah, were you, were, you were full. Okay, yeah. Uh, and up next is Fearbolg. I am going to pull out my tiny Gary and ask him to tell Hieronymus what's happening. Hey, it's me, tiny Gary. <laughs> you are smaller than so adorable. Thank you. Oh, it's disgusting. Okay, what what's, what is it you need? I need you to tell Hieronymus. Tell him we need him. Okay, give me a minute. I'll tell him. Is that your turn? It is an action. So okay, there you go. You can move if you want. Uh, where? What's my relation to all the bad stuff? Um, so if you look on that map I sent you, yeah, you are you have just entered. Uh, and the skeleton is on your left, and Susan is on your right, and Sabor is in the middle, coming towards you. Uh, okay, I'll I'll uh I'll clamber up the rock formation a little bit. Try to get a little elevation. Okay, give me an athletics check. Well, I don't know if that's necessary between friends, but um, (laughs) it's a 16 plus six. Okay, yeah, you make it to the top of the rock formation uh, pretty quickly, so you're able to, like, stay on your feet atop the rock formation, but it is going to be hard, if not impossible, for them to reach you. Up next is Fitzroy. Um, Can I tell... The nature of the possession, like there are, there are, this is where like codified D&D kind of bumps up against the fiction because like, I don't know if it's fair to say, can I tell what spell has been cast on them? Because I don't know if in this world there are a list of spells like there are in D&D. Um, um, yeah, give that me something an arcana I can check. Roll for? Yeah, okay. Uh, that's 13 plus 3, 16. Okay, uh, with that... Uh, it seems like uh, you are able to tell it's some form of dominate, uh, dominate monster and dominate person combination on the three of them. Okay. Uh, I am going to, and and I will also say right because yes. we don't touch on that a lot um, with dominate. Um, Any time the the target takes damage they make a new wisdom saving throw to see if they stay dominated. Um, okay. Well, but the problem is if I start hitting these people, they're going they're going to get pretty hurt. I don't want to I don't want to brag. Yeah, that this is this is the catch, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's hard for me to to not come correct. Um Okay. Uh I want to I got to be very careful here. Uh is 
is Sabor... Oh, it's 120 feet. Okay. Uh, one of my new spells is Dispel Magic. I want to try to Dispel Magic on Sabor, because I'm worried if I do it to either of the other two, it may, like, disable them permanently. It may, like, suspend whatever magic is, like, you know, keeping them alive or whatever. Tell me about Dispel Magic. Well, it, this is a problem. Uh, for every spell, third level or lower, uh, uh, oh, it automatically ends. For each spell of fourth level or higher on the target, make an ability check using your spell casting ability. The DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. On a successful check, the spell ends. So I have to do basically this uh, dominate person's a fifth level spell, so I have to make two consecutive checks. Okay. So here's hoping. So I have to beat a 15. Well, tell me, tell me what it looks like as, as, as you channel this magic. Sure. Uh, I... Mm, I, think I, I think I have to sort of tap into the chaos to like figure out what Gray is using because mm-hmm. it's, the same, it's the same thing. Like It's like you have to find the snake that bit you to make the anti-venom. Uh, so that's, I like, I think I'm doing it with my eyes closed, not right. as bragging, but because I'm like in the, in the, you know, in the chaos zone. Uh, okay. That is, uh, an 11 plus four, 15. That's barely succeeds. And a 13 plus four, 17. That's, uh, and go ahead and roll against the, the magic table for me. <laughs> okay. That, that old chaos <laughs> magic. I figure if I'm doing a spell that's this beefy, I was gonna get I was gonna get Oh dinged. yeah. Uh okay. Uh, I have to roll a one D one hundred, which takes a second. Fuck me. What happened? Uh, okay. okay, so I rolled a forty one. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and <laughs> I'm sure I look all like sagacious and shit as people are like watching me like tap it really harness my arcane energies to create to do this like pretty phenomenal magical feat like canceling out the domination magic of a demon prince i imagine it's like robes billowing around me some real fucking gandalf the white coming over the hill shit and then i turn right into a potted plant (laughs) 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 cosplay that what does that mean? Uh, when you are a plant, you are incapacitated and have vulnerability to all damage. If, yeah. you drop to, if you drop to zero hit points, your pot breaks and your form reverts. Okay, wait. <laughs> so the only way you turn back... To- this is only until the start of my next turn. Oh, boy. Okay. Well... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This well, is going to be a great toy variant when we finally get there. Uh-huh. Okay, so... Huh. So I'm going to say I turn into a, a monstera, something very, you know, uh, something, something with broad leaves, something noble. Okay. Um, so just uh, to paint the picture, you cast a spell. The spell breaks uh, as Sabor is free from the spell. Uh, and then you turn into a potted plant and everybody just just for like a breath, even the dominated monsters are like, Boo? and then back to the fight. Uh, so up next, <laughs> I'm gonna is... I, I'm I'm gonna take five because I literally can't do anything. Yeah, you're you're a plant, buddy. I'm now, wicked he, a plant. Now, Griffin, I I do have this question. Yeah, as a plant, do you still have the same number of hit points? Yeah, as Fitzroy. Yeah, powerful. It's plant. just, but I but all damage against me is doubled. 
Okay, great. Uh, Susan, the magical bear, uh, is going to take a swing at this potted plant because she is confused by what just happened. And in general, big angry bears don't like to be confused by things. Okay. So she is going to swipe at it with her claw. Uh, and let's see. That is a 12 plus 10, 22. Uh, here's the thing, Trav. I'm incapacitated. So okay. I don't think I don't think you can fail at hitting me. I'm looking it up. Okay, great. Um, so she hits you for 19 damage. Okay, yeah. no, no, no. It does. It does. I still do have like AC and shit. I just can't take actions or reactions. Okay, yeah, but it's still twenty. It's twenty two versus your. Oh, AC. that hits my AC very yeah. badly. Uh, so she's gonna hit you for nineteen, which is double thirty eight. Can um, I go into rage mode as a plant, a very angry plant? Sure, no, whatever that. No, your leaves just start quivering. I have to do that on my turn. Um, and you know what? Uh, because you're a potty plant, she just goes ahead and knocks you flying. Uh, and you go flying into the faux lake. Now, luckily, it's I'm only fine. a foot deep. So yeah. Also, I'm a plant. Okay. I don't, there you go. I don't breathe. I don't breathe. I like water. Uh, up next is Argonaut. Um, tell me about the fake lake over to uh, the left. I misspoke. It is uh three feet deep. Um, it is uh I it, at its widest point uh near the entrance you came in. It's about six foot of lake, uh, narrowing as it travels up the wall. So you're only getting like one corner of the room is lake uh, in about a six foot by 12 foot on one side triangle, if that makes sense, mm -hmm. uh, with kind of two stepping stones in it. Definitely large enough to stand on with two feet. Um, yeah, that is the lake we're looking at. But it's real water. It is Just real water. Correct. Fake lake. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Argo is going to jump up on the farthest stepping stone. Okay. Uh, give me an acrobatics check. I can do that. Gosh. That is an eight plus 12. Damn, dude. It's a dirty 20. Okay, yeah, so with that, you uh, leap from the ground. Uh, it's it's about six feet uh, from where you were standing to the uh, the stepping stone, but you do it deftly. Maybe there's even like a handspring in there, uh, and you land, even though the stone is a little slippery from water that's just been splashed in it as a plant landed in the water. Uh, you hold your footing. You look great. You do super good on Flora's Lava. You know what I mean? Like, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. So can I still take an action, or is that it? Well, that was your movement. Okay. You uh, then I'm going to use the uh, slingshot. Uh-huh. I'm uh, not the slingshot. The sling to uh, whack a ball bearing off the head of the uh, mass of bones. Okay, great. Which head? There's several heads. Uh, the middle one. Okay. That is Victoria. Uh, so go ahead and make that attack for me. Okay, let's see. That is a four Ooh. plus eight. Mm. That's a 12. Uh, so you let fly with the ball bearing, 
Um, and when you do, uh, you make kind of a oof sound and it's just enough of a heads up that they're able to see it coming and, and lean their head out of the way and you miss by a mile. Uh, and up next is Sabor, the turtle, now back aware. Um, and, and he turns to the giant bear and he casts animal friendship. The bear is going to make a wisdom saving throw, which he is going to have to beat. And the bear has advantage because of dominate person. So here we go. So he makes eye contact with the bear and you see like his eyes begin to glow as he like holds his hands up and you see like the the bear, the bear's eyes kind of take on the same kind of glow, but just barely. It kind of seems like maybe Sabor is just barely holding the bear's attention. Uh, and up next is the skeleton who is going to, uh, let's see, take a swing at Argonaut who just tried to strike them. The skeleton lumbers over for while it has uh, six arms, it has just gotten like uh, two pretty big sets of like legs. You know what I mean? So it just takes a couple steps and it's right there at the edge down on its knees reaching for you with its arms and it's going to swing at you, uh, Argonaut. Um, and you know what? It takes a step into the water to be able to reach you better. Um, and that is a 27 versus AC total. Which is 15. Yeah. So it hits you for 15 points of damage. You know what? I'll just roll all of them and then I'll tell you the damage. Uh, that is a 20 versus AC, which hits and a 23 versus AC, which hits. So that's going to be 45 points of damage. Okay. Are Damn. you are you okay? Argo uses uncanny dodge, which allows you to use your reaction to have the attack's damage. Okay. Tell me what that looks like. Um as these arms reach for him, he uh he does this amazing neo bullet time bend over backwards at the knees and the arms Sort of still hit him. Yeah. Uh-huh. But not but as bad. In less chunky places. You know what in I mean? In less chunky places. Yeah. So you're going to take, let's say, 23 points of damage instead. Now, up next is the Fearbulg. Um, now, Fearbulg, you're the one who sent the 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 you, the, the message to uh, Hieronymus. Yep. And Gary paused back in. And says, hey, yes, I spoke to Veronimus. He, he, he's working on it. Uh, he just needs a little more time. Yes, I will stall. And I transform into a giant eagle. Cool. That's cool. Love that eagle. And I guess that's your turn, huh? <laughs> no. That's a, isn't that I a mean, bonus action? It no, wild shape is a is an action action. I well, let's just I mean I'm, let's say go ahead, I'll I'll soar into the air. Amazing. Okay. Just <laughs> because it's amazing to see. It's it. really cool. Fitzroy, you are up. <clears throat> I'm looking at my options, and it's like I'm reflexively trying to find the bad boy 5D8 shit, but that's not what we that's not what we want here. Um I'm a I'm a real boy again. Oh uh, yeah. Poop. You're back to being <laughs> Fitzroy, but now you're just like sitting in the water. <laughs> That was banana cakes. That was absolutely wild. I had chlorophyll. I had sap. And I had sap, everybody. 
I'm going to say you're prone. So like your movement is going to be standing up if that's what you wish to do. Yeah, I'm going to stand up. But the skeleton came into the water, right? Yes. So he's within striking distance? Correct. Okay, yeah. Uh, I hold my maul high and mighty into the air. Uh, and I don't say I have the power, but I make it known. Uh, I cast Booming Blade. Ooh. Uh, as part of the action used to cast this spell, you must make a melee attack with a weapon against one creature within the spell's range. Uh, so I'll go ahead and make that melee weapon attack versus the Skellington. That is a nasty, nasty sexual 19 plus oh. eight. Yes. Uh, so that's a 27. That hits for sure. Uh, so I, I have to do damage with my maul, but, um, on a hit, the target suffers the attack's normal effects. And because I'm above fifth level, it deals an extra 1d8 thunder damage. Oops, this may be a little too nasty. Uh, but the, the big important thing is that it becomes sheathed in booming energy until the start of my next turn. And if the target willingly moves before then, it takes another, uh, 1d8 thunder damage because of my level it's going to take an extra 1d8 right now and then if it moves it takes 2d8 so okay uh oops oopsa doopsa so um okay yeah so that's a 14 just with the damage of my maul there's there's 14 damage okay great that's 14 damage just with my maul attack uh and then i have to roll a d8 on top of that, for thunder damage, that's just a one, so 15. And it becomes sheets and booming energy, and it can't move. It's loud okay, as so fuck. It's, it's loud total. as fuck in here. I don't know how big this room is. I assume not loud. It's very, very fucking loud. It's pretty, it's pretty loud. You know, it's a yeah. cave, right? There's some reverberation. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. This is going to be difficult. No, okay, that failed the wisdom modifier. So it is still uh, the wisdom saving roll. So you hit it with this booming energy. Um, and and tell me, is this, uh, you said it's what kind of energy? What kind of attack is this? Uh, thunder. thunder. My, my bread and butter. This is just a cantrip, though. Okay. This is not one of my, my big boy spells. But no lightning, right? Just thunder. No, no, okay. nice, nice try. Okay. Um, and so uh, the skeleton is still dominated, uh, but... Has it is uh, contained now within this booming energy? Uh, now it's oh, and you know what? For my bonus action, I'm going to rage. Oh, okay, uh, rage against the dying of the light. I and, think there's uh, a thing I do. I I want that just for the defense of it, but uh, I have to do a quick, quick roll. Sorry, I don't mean to take up the whole freaking show with all my garbage. Uh, I wild surge. Get out of there. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. I rolled an eight. I rolled an eight, uh, which on the Wild Surge table is a beam of brilliant light lances from my chest like I'm Tony fucking Stark. In a five-foot-wide, 60-foot-long line, every creature in the line must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take 2d8 radiant damage and be blinded until the start of the next turn. If this hits the skeleton, that's quite bad. Well, okay. I'm going to give you an option as to which way it goes. Does this go towards the skeleton, which will hurt the skeleton, and also Argo? Or does this go towards the bear, which will hurt the bear, and also Sabor? I have to, like, I think it is, I would rather hit the bear and Sabor, but I feel like it is, uh, 
I, I feel like it is impossible to assume that this thing I just attacked, I'm not facing it when this happens. That's so, fair. All right. Uh, it's also wild magic. So like hard yeah, to it, argue bad, that you're controlling it. Bad things happen it. all the time, right? Uh, all right. So, so who, this, are you, who are you the, aiming it at? Argo the beam lances skeleton. forth. The guy with 19 health points. Yep. Towards yep. Argonaut. Sorry, pal. And the bear. Oh, no. Argonaut and the skeleton. It's constitution. So tell me, what is it? It's a saving throw for Argo? Yeah, constitution saving throw. The number to beat is 16. For you. That is a 15 Come on. plus one. Yes. Okay, you save. Nice. The skeleton did not save. Fuck me. How okay. much damage is that? 2d8 radiant. I'll roll it. Thank you very much. Two and... Uh, six. Okay, so, that's so eight points. Eight points it's, of damage. Yeah, um, but it is radiant damage. I hate Ooh, to, right, I hate right, to right. do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay. okay. So that's Griffin seems really upset about hurting the skeleton. Well, I don't. I, I I mean to just sort of graze it, but I've kind of I kind of fucked it all up. Um, it's still doing okay. Okay. Uh, this is a giant skeleton. It's beefier than a regular skeleton. Okay. Uh, but it once again failed its wisdom saving throw, so it is still uh, contained. Now, up next is Susan the Bear. Uh, Sabor and Susan are still uh, locked into this uh, staring contest as Sabor continues to try to hold it. Um, and so uh, Susan is going to make another wisdom saving throw to see if she can break this control of Sabor's. Uh, she rolled a crit one, so now she is completely... Under Sabor's thrall, um, her her eyes have gone back to pretty docile. Uh, so now the make only- her apologize for smashing me when I was in plant form. I was uh, going on a whole sort of uh, arboreal trip there, and she really harshed it. Argo, you are up, uh, and the only only uh, thing left to worry about is the skeleton. Um. Argo casts Shape Water okay, on the water that the skeleton's foot is in. Oh, the, did, it, did it go farther into the water when it got hit with the beam? No. Convenient. Um, the beam doesn't have any push or pull mechanics, Clint. It's a beam. It's just light. Well, it's I would just think it would light. stumble back a little bit getting hit by something that painful. But nope. that's all right. Uh, create, I, uh, he uses shape water to freeze the water, um, in the lake. Um, and then, um, that's his action, right? Correct. Okay. Well, I believe, is it, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, cool. Okay, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. I wanted to say my own Oh, cool no, but thing. I'm in it. Oh, you're in it too? <laughs> yeah. Eh. Well, I wouldn't. You weren't that concerned about blasting him. Um, Fine. Very fair. Freezes the water and then leaps out of the way. Yeah, jumps off the 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 stone into onto the uh, onto the floor, away from the skeleton. I'll take that move, and then I still get a bonus action, and I hide. Okay. uh, So if you're going to jump back once again, I need another acrobatics check. Nineteen plus 
12. Okay. So this time, 31. Uh, Wait, yeah. this is the highest roll I've ever made. A 31. It you you make the jump, but this time let's say just as a little showy, you kind of grab one of the skeleton's ribs and you use it uh like an uneven bar and you do oh, yeah. uh some like amazing flips around uh and you land, you know, perfectly on your tiptoes, hands raised in the air and then you take a little bow. Uh, oh, very Mary Lou Retton. It is very Mary, very Lou, Mary Lou Retton. Um, and uh, now you you also hide. Uh, you have some cover from the rock formations. Up next is Sabor, but he is still locked in this kind of mind control with the bear. Uh, so he's going to stay there for now. Uh, and then it's the skeleton. So wait, I'm confused. He's locked in who's mind control? No. Oh, no, no, no. Sabor's mind controlling the bear. Correct. He's holding the bear uh, in check. Okay. Uh, so up next is the skeleton, who is now going to take some swings at old Fitzroy. Uh, that is a 25 against AC. Who just barely got me, Odell. Another 25 versus AC. Just And a 28 versus AC. That misses. <gasps> Amazing. So that's uh, 45 points of damage for you. It is half that, because I'm okay. in rage mode. Yeah, so, so 23 let's... points of damage. Uh, as th- at this point, you know this th- uh, the uh, the skeleton has taken thunder damage and radiant damage, right. and you know its its foot is frozen into the ice, and it is pissed. So now sure. it is just swinging widely at the thing it can reach, which is you. Uh, right. The the scimitars are coming down in these wide arcs, um, and it has uh, you know it, it clearly is out for blood. Oh, it. Oh, and it got some. Uh, and I am, next... I am, bl- I am bloodied and sapped. I think a little bit of like latex is coming out of my body, which is strange. A strange feeling. Up next, it would be Fearbulg's turn, but at long last, uh, you know, slower than he maybe could have been in the past. Hieronymus makes his been way. Twelve seconds by my math. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the guy some slack. Initiative's the hell of a thing. It's I mean, been 12 yeah. seconds. I mean, listen, do you guys want to fight 19 more turns before you can make it down the steps or what? Mm. Uh, no, I want some I want some some hustle in his giddy up. Yeah. Uh Hieronymus makes his way in um and he uh moves away a stone panel that you never would have seen um and is able to uh light the correct runes in order to deactivate uh, what is going on and reactivate the healing procedures, at which point the bear kind of curls up to take a little nap. Uh, the skeleton separates into its individual parts uh, and is back to Jermaine uh, and Victoria and Rattles, and they are very disconcerted, uh, and they kind of return back to their home uh, dazed, but uh, healing even before your eyes. Does the healing work on us? No, it does not. And I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> uh, so you and Sabor, uh, the the four of you, make your way to Marie's. Uh, and you'll be coming pretty familiar with Marie's office at this point for some patching up. Uh, and while Marie works, Sabor shares with you the dossier that he was able to gather on Gray. Um, there's a lot there. We can unpack more of it in the future. But the three kind of big takeaways are one, Gray can only be permanently killed in his domain. So in the hell dimension. Perfect. We love this. Two, he should not be able to travel between dimensions at will. 
only certain spots uh, between our dimensions should be connected. It's the reason uh, that they chose the cave for um, for the headquarters was there was only one entrance that Hegelmas was able to connect. There shouldn't have been another entrance to that cave. So something is going on with the barrier between our plane and the demon plane. Uh, and one more thing, and this is kind of the big takeaway, only sacred weapons can kill Grey. And that is going to be tricky because sacred weapons are heavily controlled by the Heroic Oversight Guild. Goree! That's Giant Eagle for thank you for that information. <laughs> it's all very illuminating, and I'm sure we'll be able to act on it in, uh, soon. Okay. Thanks. Thank you so much for your aid. You get all patched up, and you get a nice rest in. And then, Fitzroy, you go to meet Rainier uh, so that you can discuss the war plans with her father and see if you can get him on board. Under a half full moon, you find Rainier by the big tree, and she already has everything set up. Uh, yeah, all, all you need to do is light the candle and speak the word. Devocho. Okay, uh, your dad... Um, is he is he is he gonna be nice or? Oh I mean, yeah, it, that's really nice. Okay, uh, then okay, let's do it then. Uh, devocho. Sorry, I forgot it. Devocho. Devote. Okay, and I have to stand in the circle and say it. You have to like the kid. Yeah. Okay, my bones aren't gonna come out or anything, right? No. <laughs> you do you blame me for asking you? No, I just I've never done this spell before. Perfect. Well, I already turned into a, a, a plant today, so what? Can't get, can't, yeah, long story. Devocho. There's a cloud of acrid green smoke, and Rainier waves it away, coughing, and then realizes that she is all alone, and Fitzroy is nowhere to be seen, and says, "Oh shit, Fitzroy, you are plunged into darkness. The air is stagnant and rotten." And there is not a speck of light. Gotta stop doing spells. I think I've got. I think I just gotta become a punching man. Hello. Do you have any way to create light? Yes, I have a torch. It's in my inventory. You light your torch, and you see that you are in a crypt-like room, surrounded by piles of bone. And before your eyes, the bones begin to move, and somewhere in the darkness. You can hear dry, rasping laughter.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.